If you're struggling with a drug or alcohol addiction, now is the time to take action and get professional help. Call Recovery Centers of America at 1-800-941-2358. You are worthy of recovery from your addiction, and calling RCA will be the first step in getting the help you need. Recovery Centers of America answers the phone and admits patients 24-7, and because safety is a top priority, all patients and staff are routinely tested for COVID-19. Their expert team of physicians and medical professionals will treat you with compassion and dignity and provide an evidence-based treatment plan that's custom-tailored to your specific needs. Recovery Centers of America has has detoxification and residential treatment centers across the East Coast and Midwest, and many of their treatment centers are in network with insurance providers. So RCA's best-in-class inpatient and outpatient care, which is offered both in person and via teletherapy, is affordable and accessible. Make this the year you conquer your addiction. Call 1-800-941-2358. 800-941-2358. It is 10 a.m. in the East here in Metropolitan Atlanta, home of offshoreinsiders.com, 7 a.m. in Las Vegas. Everybody get out of bed, but don't get in the shower until you watch this show. Then you can hit the sports books, and it is 8 a.m. in Costa Rica, home of most of the world's top offshore sports books and home of my good friends at Sportsbook Review. Welcome to the Sportsbook Review tailgate party. Joe Duffy's picks, another winning night last night, 55-33. and 33. We've got four NFL winners led by a wise guy. Play at offshoreinsiders.com. And yes, I know there is a game in London, but do not worry. We're going to follow it for you. This is why I absolutely um, love Sportsbook Review and uh, SBR Odds. There you go. I wanted to get that graphic out of the way. Not only can you follow the odds on the games that are upcoming, but you can check those scores in progress. And in New Orleans, as you see, second down at 10 at the Miami 41. That game is in the first quarter. The Saints and the Dolphins are scoreless, so no need to go anywhere else. And make sure you check SBR odds, not just for the odds on the upcoming games, but also for your scores in progress once they get underway. Let's get to some of your news and notes. And actually, before I do that, just say a few things to talk about about college uh, football. I know uh, a lot of people out there, well, not a lot of people, but a few people out there on the intertubes like to write articles about bad beats. Maybe the most notable, Todd Furman, a very well-respected guy, universally respected. Uh, he a Las Vegas odds maker. And I think he does an article every week for his uh, website about bad beats. Please make sure you include that Wisconsin under up. Painful loss. Still at a winning day yesterday, 5-3. and three. But that Wisconsin under is going to sting for a little while for sure. And remember, one of the things that I did uh, tell you yesterday was about South Florida, how uh, I know a lot of the Sharps were going to be betting on them to go over the uh, total, and that they definitely have done. Another observation, remember, we also told you that I had some credible sources who were telling me that UCLA was probably, how do you like my multitasking? I can actually walk and chew gum at the same time. But UCLA was maybe going to slow down the pace of their game to compensate for their bad defense, and they were going to have a better uh, pass-run mix. Of course, they did win last night. They did not cover. That was another one of my tough losses, as, as I said, 5-3. and three. But uh, I probably should listen to my own advice. They got a little conservative at the end. They could have gotten that cover. They did win outright, so it did have success. And uh, I look for the Sharps to jump on at UCLA under. And, uh, you know, the, the Sharps, 
when they find a sharp angle, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's totally dependent on who they are playing or what the total is. As I said, you know, the, with Dino Babers, Bowling Green, they were betting the game over from the opening line no matter what. South Florida, I guarantee you, uh, until further notice, they're going to be betting that game over the total. And I think UCLA under is going to be a sharp move. So if you have an account at one of the many, many offshore sports books at uh, Sportsbook Review, and as I said, you can see there all those uh, sports books at the top of the page, sbrodds.com. They're all thoroughly vetted. And if you uh, have an account at uh, Bet Online, for example, Bookmaker, uh, there are a couple that usually uh, come out with the very early lines. Uh, and if you're into Bet Midlers, as I call them, UCLA under and South Florida over, I think, are the directions that a couple of the tools will move. Jacksonville and the Jets. The Jaguars have a late best plus 15.8 against the spread margin. Some of you know that as the sweat barometer. So they've been the best team this year in the NFL in terms of the margin of cover, though they're only 2-1 and one against the spread. Jaguars are tied for the number one defense in terms of yards per play, allowing just 4.2. 49ers and the Cardinals, and as we said, this is great not just for you, the better, but if you're a fantasy football player, and of course you can bet all those proposition bets at the, the various sports books. Carlos Hyde, 49ers running back, is now listed as probable 49ers in the Cardinals. He's averaging 5.2 yards per carry, so that is no small injury update indeed. He was considered questionable. Now, my sources do say that he will play. Uh, the Cards don't have their starting and backup guards are out at the point of attack. Now, last year, the Cleveland Browns were not very kind to us Sharps. Uh, a lot of us bet on Cleveland last year and had a, another great year last year, but the Cleveland Browns were not one of them. And in part because uh, we've got a system that says go with winless road underdogs, and especially if they have at least three losses. Uh, that hurt us last year with the Browns, but 101-69, and that would apply to the 49ers. Steelers and the Ravens. Steelers are tied for the number one defense in terms of yards per play at just 4.2. The Ravens, with a late worst 4.3 yards per play on offense. The Ravens have gone under 14-0 and at home if the line is within four points of the pick'em. And they uh, got worse each of their last two games as far as spread margin is concerned. Baltimore tight end Ben Watson is now... Upgraded to probable, 11 catches for 103 yards. He had 74 grabs last year. And thank you, folks, for... And why does it tell me the HD mode has been uh, deactivated? Because internet connection is not fast enough. I just upgraded to gig speed, though. I, I guess the uh, HD connection would have to do with upload. And I was a little disappointed. It's only about a, a 40 megabytes upload. But we checked it afterwards. Uh, it looks like you got a good picture. But, you know, especially for the ladies out there, they want to see me in HD. You know, we got to be a little kind to the uh, ladies out there. And thank you for those of you who've already given us some likes. If you do like this, uh, please literally like it. It'll help with our exposure. And the, one of the new features of this really groovy software that I'm uh, using is we can now immediately upload this to YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you join us live. You can join us live every Saturday and Sunday at Sportsbook Review's Facebook page. Lions and the Vikings. Lions are 2-1 and one, and one of three teams in the NFL with double-digit against the spread margin of plus 10.2. As you know, they were literally uh, about a foot from being 3-0 and out against the spread and having an even better 
against the spread margin. Uh, we have found out in, in my experience that in the NFL, not like college football, college basketball is just around the corner. Teams do bounce back from those heartbreaking losses. I don't think that it will have a deleterious uh, effect on the Lions at heartbreaking loss last week. Uh, the Vikings quarterback Sam Bradford, of course, is out. Case Keenum gets the start. Uh, that's another one of our, our theories that has worked very well in the NFL. Probably NFL or number two sport. NBA starts in, what, 19 days, I think? Really works well in the NBA. But essentially, as it applies in the NFL, when a team loses a, their starting quarterback, and it's, it's, you know, it's clearly a downgrade when they go to the backup quarterback, short-term teams rally around that, but there is a point of diminishing return. So the fact that Case Keenum was excellent last week, not a shock, which would be more surprising, quite frankly, if he bounces back with another great effort. The uh, Lions have gone under 14-0 on the road off of a game with four or few uh, first downs made. Minnesota 13-0 at home versus an opponent forcing 2.25 or more turnovers per game. And again, this goes back to the old score phone days. And... Uh, as I said in the score phone days, we did give the scores in those situational updates. So for those of you watching live, New Orleans and Miami at the end of the first. And as you can see, the Saints with the ball third down and 17 at the Miami 27. So they are certainly in the field goal range. And make sure you check SBR odds even after the games get underway. The Cowboys and the Rams. The Rams have gone over all three by 17.8 points per game. They are the top over team in the NFL. The Rams lead the NFL in yards per point on offense using just 10.6. The yards per point, that measures efficiency. On offense, the lower the number, the better. On defense, the higher the number, the better. That means you force teams to, you know, you hear the term leave points on the field. Uh, when a team has a, on offense, when they have a very low yards per point, they're not leaving teams on the field. When, when they have a high yards per point, they are leaving teams on the field. Now, we could have a, a long debate and discussion. Maybe one of these days I will do a video about yards per point. But we do have some metrics where we say the teams with very good yards per point and good records, if anything, they have a downside because they've got to, you know, continue to do that to maintain their value. And teams with bad whether it's on offense or defense yards per points, usually have an upside. So there's certainly a debate among Sharps on how to actually use that statistic. Cowboys' uh, best defensive player, Sean Lee, very doubtful. We don't think he's going to play. I did a lot of media appearances, and I think it was on uh, ESPN Chicago, maybe. I was asked uh, the past couple weeks about, you know, the line moves. No, it's probably the Minnesota the Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings podcast, because I think it was about Sam Bradford. And we we're talking about, the, you know, how quarterbacks can move the line. You know, Bradford, his injury affected the line by about four points. And he was asking me, you know, what other non-quarterbacks, how much can their injuries reflect, reflect the line? Obviously, a guy like J.J. Watt, we've seen that. Sean Lee is still somebody uh, up there. He's one of the few defensive players where he's going to have about a one-point effect on the line based on whether or not he can or can't play. But Sean Lee, one of the most important defensive players out there from a handicapping standpoint. And don't forget, four NFL winners led by a wise guy play. Joe Duffy's picks, wise guy plays from Joe Duffy's picks, the strongest play in the handicapping industry. Panthers and the Patriots, certainly a, a very interesting game, especially from the standpoint of the Panthers. Have they gotten old? You know, Cam Newton, ever since the uh, Super Bowl, 
of two years ago, or I guess you could say, you know, most accurately ever since the NFC Championship game. Uh, he's going, he's not been a very effective quarterback uh, since then, and a lot of people think he's still hurt. Pats have gone over all three of their games by 15.7 points per game. Patriots, though, allow a league worse, 7.1 yards per play. And that's been one of the biggest myths in sports and, and very important from a handicapping standpoint. And thanks for those of you who are giving us likes. And uh, like I said, if you're watching us on YouTube, please give us likes there because, uh, you know, the experts tell us that it will help us when it comes to search engine optimization. Google loves uh, likes. And if you are joining us on YouTube, we are live every Saturday and Sunday on Sportsbook Review's Facebook page. Uh, the Patriots, though, allow a league worth 7.1 yards per play. That's always been a myth. And the Patriots, historically, in the Bill Belichick era, have been a big over team, not so much lately. But, the, you know, people think of the Patriots and Bill Belichick as a defensive genius. The numbers have really never backed that up. And the Patriots allowing a league worth 7.1 yards per play. And as I said, for those of you who bet proposition bets, Maybe this is the game where Cam Newton um, could have a breakout. I'll be honest with you, I, I am so obsessed with the sides and totals, I couldn't even tell you offhand what Cam Newton's uh, you know, over-under is on the yards passing. But this is a very good chance. You know, when you play against the Patriots, I, I would look to a lot of the opposing team's offensive players to uh, go over. And this is a perfect chance for Cam Newton to break out. So, you know, check those approved sports books at sportsbookreview.com. And I think a great chance for Cam Newton to have a breakout game, maybe over the total on Cam Newton props. The Giants and the Buccaneers, the Giants, the least uh, effective offense in the NFL, least efficient, efficient. Remember that yards per point statistic? They are getting uh, 24.8 yards per point. Again, high is bad on offense. High is good, though, if you're forcing it on defense. Buccaneers linebacker Quan Alexander had 145 tackles last year is out. Tampa's linebacker uh, Levante David is also doubtful. 16 tackles this year. Four times in his career he had 139 or more. So, um, you know, that's a, a pretty big injury. Tampa could be minus a couple guys on defense. Now, teams whose margin of victory is at least 14 points or worse, and that's their spread margin of victory. I'm sorry, there's ATS margin of victory. Um, then the number of points they are laying on the road uh, are actually 21 and 12. Now, that would favor the the uh, Giants. Uh, essentially, the Giants are getting fewer points than their spread margin says. And uh, normally, teams under those circumstances that are, um, do pretty well. I know it's a little complicated what I said, but essentially, you're comparing a team's ATS margin to date to what the point spread is, and if the point spread seems counterintuitive to what their ATS margin is, uh, go with the odds makers' knowledge. The, basically, the odds makers are saying that team will regress to the mean positively. Now, again, by definition, it's not progress to the mean; it is regress to the mean. But we'll say progress to the mean just to uh, you know make it a little more simple. If there are any statistics professors out there, please don't get upset at me. The Bengals and the Browns. The Bengals are tied for the least efficient offense in the NFL at 24.8 yards per point. As I said, they are tied for the New York football giants. Browns linebacker Jamie Collins is out. Nine solo tackles and a forced fumble this year. Bengals tight end Tyler Eifert is out. 18 touchdowns in 21 starts the last two years. 
The Browns are 0-11 against the spread in the division off of consecutive against the spread losses. Cleveland's pass rusher and their top pick in the NFL draft, Miles Garrett, is questionable. He could make his debut today. That could be a little bit of an, an emotional lift, so keep an eye on that. And if he does play, I do expect that to, you know, be maybe a half a point move at SBR odds. And uh, that game right now, in fact, the last time I checked, they were juicing the three. Were they Were they not? Let's uh, check that out. So, uh, yeah, they're juicing the, the, the three there. So that will, may not have a direct effect on the line itself, but most definitely the juice. So uh, keep an eye on SBR odds. This is only the sixth time in history a winless team with at least three losses has been road favorites of three or more. Only one, three, and one thus far. So this is a rare circumstance. Now that specific angle would favor the Browns. Only five games, but that's, you know, interesting. It's only the sixth time it's happened. Our database goes back to 1988. Bengals first rounder John Ross is a wide receiver. He remains out. And, uh, you know, this is key by game time. And most of our databases um, use the closing line. So this may not uh, apply by the time the uh, the game kicks off. But if a line is within three points of pick'em and the road team is off a road loss and not among the elite teams based on winning percentage, they're 123 and 67 against the spread. And that would actually favor the Bengals. And again, check it uh, out. Joe Duffy's picks at offshoreinsiders.com. For NFL winners today, led by a wise guy, play offshoreinsiders.com. Raiders and the Broncos. Raiders wide receiver Michael Crabtree is doubtful. 13 catches this season after 89 and 85 the last two years. The Philadelphia Eagles, or, you know, I'm a native of South Jersey, as you Delaware Valleyites like to call them, the Eagles. Uh, against the Chargers. Chargers running back Melvin Gordon is now probable. 44 carries for 146 yards. You know, he's had a so-so NFL career uh, so far, but still a key player indeed. I think I just got a text. So it was mightified my uh, boy Roger to go watch some football games, probably at uh, one of the local sports bars. Well, we'll see, Roger. Uh, a little, little exhausted, but we'll, we'll see. I'll get back to you. Uh, the Bills, and the, you should be watching this live. The Bills and the Falcons. The Falcons start... Linebacker Victor Beasley is out. As far as some games for tomorrow night, we're going to get to, uh, you know, your top consensus plays. I'm sorry, actually, we'll get to tomorrow night. Sunday night football. The Colts and the Seahawks. And thanks to those uh, who continue to give us likes, uh, both here and hopefully once we upload this to YouTube, please give us some uh, likes. That's going to help us in getting exposure. And it's your way of saying, you know, if, if you give us enough likes, maybe we'll talk to our friends at Sportsbook Review, maybe even do some of this during basketball season. So that's that's literally the best way. You know, you, your power is at the ballot box. Give us as many likes as possible, and, you know, maybe we'll talk to our, our good friends at Sportsbook Review, maybe about doing it sometimes during uh, basketball season. Basketball season right around the corner. Uh, NBA, I think, starts October the 20th, if I'm not mistaken. we got tons of great systems in our database. Colts versus the Seahawks. Colts 2-1. and one. Yet they are tied for a league worse, minus 9.2 against the spread margin. Of course, they were destroyed in week one. Though Seattle is 0-3 uh, against the spread, they're only minus 6.7. So that's that's why we like to use against the spread margin. But you don't blindly use that. You want to dig into it. Uh, you know, is there a game that's an outlier? 
where like, you know, the Colts where they were blown out by like 190 points. And you got to take that into consideration. So you never, we never blindly do anything, but the ATS margin or sweat barometer, that is a check mark for us. And it says we've got to investigate more closely. Uh, Seattle wide receiver, uh, Doug Baldwin is probable, very articulate guy, uh, like him, but uh, already has 20 catches this year. So that's no uh, small injury. The Colts, Andrew Luck is out. Uh, you know, obviously, if he were playing, that would be big news. But sometimes, you know, stating the obvious is a good thing. Teams with a margin of victory of at least 14 points or less than the number of points they are laying at home. Uh, such teams are 121 and 163 if they have six or fewer losses. So that says the fade Seattle. What that says, again, again, we're comparing, we're using spread margin and comparing it to what the point spread is. And if one were to blindly use statistics, one would say, you know, this is way out of whack. Uh, clearly, based on their season to date performance, Seattle should not be such a big favorite, is what we're saying. And when those specific parameters apply, you know, based on the parameters I gave you, I know that's a little hard to follow, but uh, it would say to fade Seattle. Fade Seattle, they're 121 and 163, so it's a 163 and 121 fade, again, against the spread. And the, whoops, I pasted something in the wrong game, but we're going to talk about the Monday night game in a moment. Chiefs uh, left tackle Eric Fisher's a game-time decision. Let me just say that up front in case... I, uh, you know, forget about it. You know, when doing that last-minute stuff, sometimes you paste it in the wrong place. All right, we're going to get to the Monday night game in a moment. Don't forget Joe Duffy's Picks at OffshoreInsiders.com. Four NFL winners led by a wise guy play. We've hit six out of eight wise guy plays. And for those of you watching it live, still scoreless. Well, it looks like the under, a good play in New Orleans. But, uh, again, Make sure you use SBRodds.com. Great to check those scores in progress. I love this situational part there where they do the situations. And, uh, you know, that's like, like I said, uh, this tailgate party goes back to the score phone days. And I used to love the way we did the, the situational things on the score phones when we did the scores on progress. And that's exactly what you get at SBR Odds. Monday Night Football. The Washington Redskins and the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are 3-0 and and second in the league at plus 12.3 ATS margin. The number one statistic, and I think I've mentioned this in the past, it's not, uh, maybe when it comes to totals, it is yards per game on offense and defense, but when it comes to ATS, yards per, yards per play, and then yards per pass, yards per run, offense and defense, and uh, used to be a big fan of StatFox or Fox Sheets, the premium thing. The best statistic they give is relative to what a team, their opponent, allows to date. So it's kind of a, a strength of, of schedule type uh, statistic, but yards per play, uh, yards, and then, you know, the subcategories of yards per rush and yards per pass. Well, Kansas City, league best, 7.1 yards per play on offense. And uh, I guess we did tell you uh, this just above. Eric Fisher is a game time. Let me let me do this. I'm going to send this elsewhere. Well, never mind about that. Uh, the Chiefs. Uh, Eric Fisher probably will not play outside linebacker. The Ford is out for Kansas City. Washington wide receiver Jamison Crowder is questionable. 13 catches this season after 67 last year. And I'm going to give you the uh, consensus plays. 
And as we do that, why don't we take a look at the SBR odds. And uh, still a scoreless game, but some of the biggest consensus plays. New England, not surprisingly. Now, for that early game, New Orleans was the second biggest consensus play this week, or contrarian, depending on which way you want to look at it. You can't really use that now. And then after that, Atlanta and Jacksonville. And I, I've got multiple sources. And make sure, of course, you do visit Offshore Insiders. Dot com for the uh, best premium picks. And, oops, didn't mean, you know, I know I was going to hit that uh, wrong button. Uh, did not mean to uh, to do that. Let's get back into the full screen. Hit, hit my wrong button. We end up uh, using some of my, my uh, editing software where I do the videos. I, I do a bunch of videos during the week for SBR's YouTube page. And I got my, I like to do my own editing. I am the jack of all trades, so. Sorry about that. But anyway, uh, you go to OffshoreInsiders.com for four premium picks for today, led by a wise guy play. And, of course, use SBR odds. I really got to stop putting my uh, editing, my Final Cut Pro, right next to the Facebook Live. I'm going to wind up doing that again. They're, they're similar pieces of software and uh, easy to confuse. But visit SBR odds before placing a bet. And my general rule of thumb Almost exactly 10 cents on three. Uh, do not buy, don't spend 20 cents to buy a half a point. It's a bad investment. Generally, it is worth 10 cents or less a half of a point. I did it, I think it was 9.8 cents historically. Last time I researched it, it's worth on three and even less than that on six and seven. So if you got handicappers out there that are telling you to buy a half a point, I mean, no offense, they don't know what they're talking about. And when you do shop around at SBR odds, keep that in mind as to whether, you know, you want to lay three and a half or three, depending on the juice. A half a point is only worth 9.8. And another one of those pieces of advice, generic pieces of advice I use, don't pay the psychological juice. One of the reasons that people bet favorites religiously is because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. People will say, you've probably said it. Some of you out there watching this have said, I'm not going to bet on the Indianapolis Colts tonight. If I'm going to lose, I'd rather lose with Seattle. Sometimes it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And, you know, people, when they don't buy the hook, they re they remember that. When they do buy the hook and they wind up losing 20 extra cents, they seem to forget it. Uh, it's psychological juice, yeah. Every now and then, if you don't buy the hook, you're going to get screwed. Statistically, it's just a bad, very bad investment. In fact, on every key number, the percentage is less than half of what it needs to be. But visit me at offshoreinsiders.com, and we've got four winners right now, including a wise guy play. And, of course, make sure that before placing your bet, you get the best line at svrodds.com. We'll talk to you next Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And don't forget, uh, on the Sportsbook Reviews YouTube page, we should be doing some videos this week, some previews of some key games. Xfinity is breaking the gig barrier with Wi-Fi speeds over a gig. It's more than enough speed to power all your devices. Introducing gig Wi-Fi, new from Xfinity. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply.